Hey there, it's Isaac from Power Barack here to bring Ken Haas from Reverend Guitars into the spotlight to answer some hot seat questions. Basically, put make them sweat a little bit. Uh, welcome, Ken. Are you ready to be put in the spotlight? I'm already in the spotlight, man. I'm uh, ten of them. Fire away. <laughs> I ain't scared. So obviously you've been a musician for pretty much your entire life. I've uh, been playing since you were 11 from what we discovered. Uh, that's actually the same yes. age I pretty much started playing. I'm nice. curious, who is your favorite band to play with over the years, either as a member or to play with in a show while you're in a different band? He put me in the hot seat, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, boy, I like all the bands I'm in now, and they're all my favorite. No, what I want you to say is once um, that way and be like, all the rest are uh, trash. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. No, um, my my band when I was in my 20s uh, in the late 90s was a band called The Culture Bandits, and me and my best friend wrote most of the material together, and I think some of the material still kind of holds up. Like, I nice. like it. I yeah. still like it. I still like listening to it. And and so in out of all, out of respect for all of the people that I'm playing with right now, uh, I'm going to say that my project that I ran with my own original music is going to be my favorite. What do you think? Yeah, of that? yeah, and I agree. Like <laughs> I was, I, I was even talking and, and talking with other artists, and I read something from uh, a Tim Casher, who's from Cursive. Up, he wrote something the other day. He said something like. I might be the only one who still likes my own music as much as I do, but here's some new music or some old music of mine that I found like a catalog. I'm like, cool. I listen to my stuff from high school. I'm like, this is still great. Like, I feel like it's still really good music. It's better than what I write now. I'm like, what the hell happened to me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can dig All that. Right. Yeah. So you obviously play with Jay Navarro, who's a known lead singer of suicide machines. Yep. Let me know, how did that project come about? Because you don't seem like a ska guy, but at the same time, nobody really does until they're playing ska. Well, and here's the thing. I don't seem like a polka guy either in that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the two things are connected. So um, Jay started playing Reverence a long time ago. Um, okay. When I Around the time I started working for the company, uh, he was in a band called Left in Ruin, and he was playing uh, our volcano model in that band. And then he started using senseis in his punk band Break Anchor, and then he and I started to become friends. And we both share a love for um, for an 80s band. I hate to call them an 80s band because I think they still do stuff. But we both love Dag Nasty. And we both think that uh, Can I Stay, to me, it's if I were to nail down um, 80s punk rock music to one record, that would be the one. Um, okay. Something about the, the, the flanger into the Marshall half stack and... Brian Baker is just a ripping lead player, and he really tore tore it up on that record with just explosive little segments of lead guitar at, that I think are fantastic, and I just love his style. And so when I was really learning how to play, um, I sat and played along to that record in my bedroom as a teenager a lot. Back before you could look up stuff on like, the internet. And oh, yeah, that. for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I would drop the needle and play along with the song, and right? Yeah. So all that. So... Um, Around 2012 or 13, um, Jay and I got into a big dag nasty conversation at one of his shows, and we put together a tribute band where it was the bass player from my my band from high school, the Culture Band. It's Jason Mose, uh, myself, Jay Navarro, and then um, Ryan, the drummer for the Suicide Machines, and we played that record from beginning to end at like a tribute show type deal where bands were doing yeah. a lot of different 
tributes to different bands or whatever. And it was really fun. We killed it. And Jay and I, Jay and I liked playing together. Um, yeah. And then he came and saw the Polka Floyd show. And he was quite surprised. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As people are. Because we, 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 we've transformed Pink Floyd material to 2-4 and 3-4 time. And it's weird. Yeah. Um, yet, I, I have not had to do much to the guitar parts. Uh, I do play like a polka rhythmic thing, like a shuffle thing. Yeah. Um, Are you kind of just speeding up some drum beats here and there to kind of get the three, four time or how you doing it? No, uh, no, it's becomes, they become waltzes. And so a really good example of this would be like, you take a song like mother and you go, mother, do you think I'll drop the bump? Okay. (laughs) It's, it's, It's right there. And then, and then when you get to the chorus part, it's hush now, baby, baby, don't you cry. <laughs> it, it's silly, but it's funny and it works. And yeah. and uh, and it, it's a really fun show. And we play the dark side of the moon from beginning to end. We have a wonderful female vocalist in the band now who just kills that stuff. Um and uh, we play the Wish We Were Here record, most of the Wall record. We have performed the Wall in its entirety over the years. Wow. Um, and and uh, it, it's a lot of fun. So Jay saw that. And he was putting together what what started out as uh, was going to be a more traditional ska band um, with the, the singer for 1592 and from Superdot, a guy named Eric Abbey. has been around the scene for, for many, many years, the ska scene nationally. Really, really cool guy, too. And and Jay and Eric had written a bunch of traditional ska songs, and um, we had he had this whole thing put together. And after seeing Polka Floyd, he wanted me to play guitar. And then it turns out that ska rhythm and polka rhythm are the complete opposite of one another. <laughs> and I ended up being more of a lead guitar player in that band than a rhythm guitar player. And I I've sort of I've assumed the role of the saxophone. I think um, okay. <laughs> the, the trombone player and I share the same side of the stage and play off of each other and intertwine with each other's riffs all the time. And it's really interesting and is some of the most fun I've ever had being a musician. Yeah. I really, that's interesting. It, Cause you wouldn't think, you I know, naturally it. assume guitar and horns kind of go together, but you know, and then, in, and then in, it's in turned like into, that. it's turned into this weird, like prog ska thing now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we, we were, we write the weirdest songs and, uh, and it's cool. We have a record coming out. Um, in 2023 on bad times and i'm really excited for people to hear it because it's really different um without being crazy you know nice uh and yeah and and so yeah i hope you all dig it and check us out we get to go out and we do a lot of fun shows we toured this year with big d and the kids table those guys are great um and and we're you know we have done tours with the pilfers and what's really fun around here is when when these guys come to town we you know, like we play with the English B a lot and, and you get to see all these classic bands and get to be a part of those shows. And I really enjoy, yeah. I really enjoy all of it, man. It's really fun. It's a That's fun, cool. it's a fun scene where people have a whole lot of respect for one another. And, uh, that just makes it great. So yeah. I, yeah. I refuse to accept anybody making fun of Scott. Yeah. I I've loved Scott since, well, <laughs> Since I knew it was ska, like back when I heard Mighty Mighty Boss Tones and Real Big Fish and all these guys yeah. in the mid-90s or whatever. So I was like, oh, this is good music. Um, Suicide Machines were in there, obviously. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, 
So now not the favorite band that you've ever played with, but who is your favorite band to watch live and why? Um, man, I almost got to answer this by genre, right? Uh, I've seen Knopfler perform with Dire Straits and I've seen him perform uh, his solo record stuff five times. Mm-hmm. And I love watching him play. He always does a really nice job um, paying homage to the songs that he wrote without necessarily being uh, a reproduction. Sure. He's not getting up there and playing the record version of Salt and Swing anymore. Um, but, or, or any of the, the greats, you know, Telegraph Road. I mean, he performs those songs in his solo stuff and just really lays it out there. It's, it's really fantastic. Um, getting into the, the Reverend stuff, um, I can't tell you what a thrill it is to go to see a live band in any size room in any genre and watch them play something that you helped produce. Yeah. It's really fantastic. Um, my biggest live thrill single event was uh, Penny and I in twenty late 2015 or late 2016 flew to London to watch the cure perform at Wembley. Oh, wow. Uh, and and we got to stay with Reeves and ride with Reeves to Wembley Arena for those events. That's <laughs> and pretty it cool. was it was spectacular. It was really cool. Wow. And you know, and the cure, you know, is a band that's been I mean in, in the eighties when I was a hardcore kid, the cure was one of those bands that all my girlfriends liked, right? Yeah. You're like, oh no, they're and, pop, so I don't want to listen yeah, to them. But yeah. Uh, no, no, that's that's no. I always liked them. Yeah. I always liked them better. I, they were just guitar rock. You know, I saw the um I saw the disintegration tour in eighty-nine uh and was shocked at how much guitar Robert played. Oh yeah. You know, and uh, and at the time he was playing his super cool jazz master, the black one, the 64 or whatever. And, um, and, and what a great live show they, they put on. I mean, then, and now, now it's even with RG, it's amazing because Reeves, um, Reeves plays in that band. I mean, Reeves is not, um, Reeves is not a guy who was hired to play the people who came before him guitar parts. Yeah. Reeves was hired because he's Reeves and the guys in that band want him to throw down. Yeah. And he does throw down in that band. It's rad. That's and pretty cool. So, um, yeah, man. So it's a lot of fun. Um, and so, yeah. So as a single event, that that's huge. But I I can't overestimate how much I like going to see bands and clubs still. Um, yeah. We work, with, we work with this band out of Boston called Defeater. And their live show is incredibly intense. Nice. And a lot of fun to stand in front of and see. And they're just like, uh, and then back in the day, my favorite metal band to go see in the eighties was this band from Switzerland called Coroner. I still listen to their stuff every once in a while, but okay. th- three of the most interesting, uh, musicians ever. And the interplay is a three piece band. The interplay between the guitar, bass and drums is absolutely incredible. And they took metal to a completely different place and uh, and to watch them reproduce that sound live was was mesmerizing. So, wow. but and dude, we 
this could be an hour conversation. So <laughs> I'm going to nix that right there. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. All man. right. So three down, two to go. Question okay. number four. If you could sell your soul to Satan and get one wish for Reverend Guitars, what would you wish for? I already, I already did. I'm here talking to you. <laughs> that was easy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I get to make a living uh, with, um, with guitars. So the only, the only sell my soul to Satan uh, thing would have been um, if I could have had uh, Prince as a signature artist. Okay. And, uh, and he's gone now. So yeah. uh, there's, no, uh, there's no more need for me to sell my soul to the devil. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've already sold bits and pieces to this. Yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> it's, I've got a bunch of it on lease already. Uh, so, yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> All right. So last question. Okay. Should be easy for you. It's going to oh, be no. like that elevator pitch style. What would you say to someone yes. who's never played a Reverend guitar before, and why should they put one in their hands? Oh, me don't want my elevator pitch. Um, <laughs> we make guitars that are made to be played. And so if you're looking for a guitar to learn on or perform with or play out with, that ex that is exactly what these guitars are for. Um, I love collectors and I love that we have collectors and I collect them as well. Um, but they are made with the idea that they will be played upon. And so if you're a guitar player, you know, looking to get into something um, that you can just pick up and go with, we are that company. Uh, we, we take the time here in Toledo um, to really set these guitars up so that they play incredibly well. And uh, we want to be the best playing guitar in the guitar shop. When you go to the guitar shop, that's the whole plan here. Yeah. Um, so as at any level of player from novice to experience, I think we'll be able to pick up a Reverend guitar and get something out of it right away. Awesome. Yeah. And that's, yeah, it's one of those things that when, when people never hear of a guitar company, they just assume that it's probably not good. Right. And then you're like, well, it's not Fender. It's not Gibson. It's not this. And then you kind of just discard it, but try it, see if you like it. And then if you take it home and you, and you buy it and you like it and you play it and people are like, Oh, what's that guitar? It's going to be more of a conversation piece. I think than uh, Oh, you're not, you're, why aren't you, you know, playing a $6,000 fender stratocaster custom made it's like if somebody's asking that they're not in it to play music they're there to you know judge your style or your look your aesthetic and i think there's a place for that stuff i really yeah. do and i have some of that stuff i mean i have like i have a sir it's so painfully nice and it's a beautiful guitar and we, we have rail hammers in it and i do some videos with it and stuff every once in a while and i really like the guitar and i really like the idea of that like really high-end attainable thing right because that's what that's what that's what drives the marketplace like not yeah. everybody not everybody that that is that is going to buy a speedboat is going to go buy a cigarette you know what i mean yeah but they're going to get like they're going to get something cool that totally works for them and uh and, and that that's i mean that's our goal here is is you know everything that we do i think is attainable and everything that we do is is usable and fills a niche for for a specific player and um and that that's sort of our goal and i think we're accomplishing that right now in september of 2022 you nice. heard it here yeah <laughs> yeah buddy. Well, very cool yeah Ken, i want to thank you so much for taking the Isaac, time i want to i want to thank you 
Thanks yeah. for having me on. Thanks for thinking of us. Uh, uh, you guys watching this don't know this, but Isaac was kind enough to reschedule with me because we had uh, we had stuff unfold the first time we were scheduled to do this thing, and uh, I completely blew him off. I canceled on him without calling him because I got so busy and it completely slipped my mind. So I appreciate you working with me and having me back on. Thank you very much. Of course. And, um, I'm just going to take free... one of those guitars off your hand, that's all. Yeah, anytime. And feel free to, if anybody has anything or you ever have a follow-up or you want to do a follow-up on this, you positively know how to find me. So feel free to reach out to us anytime. Absolutely. And thank you again for uh, stepping into the hot seat and answering these uh, on-the-spot questions. Guys, make sure to go to the show notes below this episode for the links to the, his music, uh, obviously all the bands that he's in, and also to the guitars themselves, so you can check out that. Plus, we also have the full podcast interview in the links as well. Go check that out. Until we see you soon again for the next episode, rock on. <laughs>